What's up? Welcome back to the Digital Bounds Weekly. Oh, shit. Welcome back to the Digital Bounds Podcast with your host, Leon Hitchens. And as always, my name is Ramon. It's Yo-Yo Ramon? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, maybe I can't get the intro down. My brain is fried from Thanksgiving. But we also have my daughter in the room, so uh, things might be a little interesting interesting. this week. Uh, It's been two months. Two months since the last podcast. I'm, like... I commit to new episodes. Like, I was telling Ramon before, I commit, like, I'm going to do one every other week. Yeah. And then I don't end up doing one every other week. I end up doing one every two months. Uh But I really want to stick to the schedule. So every other week. Hopefully. Maybe. So, a lot has happened since the inception of uh, the podcast last two months ago. Mm -hmm. And um, let's start with it. You want to talk about, I don't know what you wanted to talk about. Instagram. Oh, Instagram. Tell me tell me your thoughts on Instagram. I heard that you can, if someone screenshots your picture on Instagram, you'll be notified. And I don't like that. Why not? Who are you screenshotting? I'm not screenshotting anybody that I know of anymore. But, <laughs> you know, if I wanted to, I can't. Because were, it's were, weird. Were you actually, like, screenshotting, no, like, Instagram photos? No, yes. Why? Like, Maybe it was, just, like, a, what, like, what's a funny meme and I like it. I take a picture of it, you know, and make it my own like everybody does nowadays. And take credit for it. You know, like, you can't do anything like that anymore, man. It's just like people know you're screenshotting their stuff. If it's a sexy woman and you want to take a picture of it to send it to your friend. Why don't you just link them to their Instagram post? Yeah, I might as well. I might have to do it now. Well, okay, if they're in private, I understand taking a screenshot. Mm -hmm. But maybe now you just get another phone out and you take a photo of the screen. Now we definitely, yeah, we're going to get it. We're going to figure a way out to get it. We're going to have three phones now. We're going to have three, four phones now just to get through this. Yeah, but Instagram's perfect. trying too much to be like Snapchat. I don't like it, dude. But I think they're doing better than Snapchat at being You like Snapchat. Instagram story? So much more. Really? Because now I can actually press and hold and see what the hell's going on in like a picture. Right. So if there's like somebody, like somebody puts like text sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this, too is, fast. this is way too fast. Ten seconds, I do not read that fast, guys. Yeah. And also like you can go back and forth. Like Snapchat did that, but I still like They did back do that now on Snapchat where you can press in the back. On mm-hmm. the left side, and it goes back. And Snapchat, you can kind of press and hold, and it, like, pauses the... It doesn't pause the video, but it, like, loops it again over and over. Yeah. But that's more for, like, sharing, but right. still, I... I heard you can share I the people's it. posts now on Snapchat. Like, you can share the people's snaps. It's really weird. Re- oh, yeah, yeah. So, if, like, someone sends you a, s- a story, like, you can press and hold on the screen. Yeah. And then you're able to actually, like, share it to somebody else, which is kind of weird. Yeah. they're, like... No, this stuff's never being saved and whatnot. Like, what if, like, you don't have someone on Snapchat? Let's say you have, you have a problem with somebody and they're not your friend and, like, someone who is their friend. You know, you're talking crap about somebody. They can send it to those people now. Yeah. It's really weird. Don't talk about crap on pe- to people about on Don't talk crap about people on the internet, dude. Grow up. But you do it on Twitter. Yes. Subliminally. No, you're just... You're no, I'll blend, I, will t- I, will, I will tweet at you. I see you tagging everybody. Disrespect me. I I see see you tagging Donald Trump. I see you twerking on Twitter. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So, on the other stuff, have you heard about Snapchat spectacles? No. Okay. But I'm I'm assuming it's the spectacles they use on the filter? No. No? No, no, no. These are real sunglasses. You've never seen this? Okay. Never. So, they're actual real sunglasses, and you, like, put them on. They have a little lens in their, their, uh, their, their, um... Their frame? Yeah. And it's like 
really cool. Spectacles.com. Yes. Don't play with me. Whoa! Look, our Snapchat spectacles. And, and the best thing you go to spectacles.com, everyone in the images are naked. Like, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why either. But one of these little, like, circles is actually a camera. Yeah. It's a wide-angled camera, 115-degree angle lens. Mm-hmm. So the video's um, circular. So when you have your phone, Bless you. you do this. Like, you would actually, like, rotate your phone and the video would change. What the Like, heck? I'll show you after the, the, the podcast. Yeah. But it's one you of the coolest things. Oh. So that's the thing. These are only being sold in little vending machines. What? So, yes. Like, there's, an, there's a store in New, New York, York, but they're, like, little bots. So you got to find this little bot, and they pop up, like, every 24 hours in, like, one location. What? It's mainly been, like... See, look, that's the video. It's circles. Like, you can spin the, the phone, and it's the same video, but it's just circular. Wow. Yeah, and then when you export it to, like, Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, it's, like, it's like, a circle. Like, Fishland style, yeah. yeah. So what? It's wirelessly to your phone. There's a little light around it that shows you that you're recording someone, so it's not creepy. Yeah. And you can do... <laughs> So you can't go to the bathroom and, like, take a photo of someone. And I think they did it really well because I just picture you, like... Yeah, you got me. But they... Just looking uh, at somebody really hard. I think they made it really cool because it's sunglasses. So they, you can't, like, wear it in this, like, weird scenario. Like, the grocery store, if you're wearing sunglasses... Yeah. Like, someone's going to know something's a little weird. Like, they're going to ask you about it. Like, hey, why are you wearing sunglasses? Like, yeah. even though I wear my, my Ray-Bans inside all the time, mm-hmm. people still look at me weird. They're like, why yeah. is he wearing sunglasses inside? So that's really cool, but the only places they've actually showed up is Oklahoma, the Grand Canyon, and a bunch of places in Florida. I mean, no, sorry, California. There's a store in New York, but it's only in New York, so unless that's we great. fly there. And this is the bot. Okay. That's literally the bot right there. That's what it looks like. That's literally what it looks like. I'll show you the video. There's this great video from Sam Sheffer. He's the Snapchat guy at Mashable. Yeah. He does all their stories and stuff. Uh-huh. And he went to the actual, like, store and bought them. And I think it was just, it's the coolest experience ever, honestly. It is pretty, That's awesome. I'm surprised you didn't know about it, though. I've seen that picture of, like, the Snapchat spectacles. But I have, like, the, the naked girls and, this, and I've seen that. But I don't, I don't know what it was about. And now, now that I know there's a bot in New York, I think we should leave now. I was looking at flights, but... They're going on like um, eBay for almost like. Dude, they a gotta grand. bring it to Austin and Dallas because it's they like haven't yet. it's the Texas, it's the media capital of Texas. See, they avoided New York because I think they wanted like none of the press to have them, so which was really weird. So I don't know if they're like avoiding certain locations or not, but yeah. they're definitely trying to like do this weird like marketing ploy. Right. So they're creating scarcity and they're getting everyone to go to this. Yeah. Because in the Grand Canyon, people actually. F- chartered helicopters to fly to the vending machine. What the heck? Yeah. They drove from, like, Arizona, got on a helicopter, and went there, bought, like, two pairs. Yeah. Kept one for themselves, sold the other one for a grand. So they paid for the whole oh, trip. How much are they? Uh, oh. So they're only $130. They're pretty cheap. So they're, you swipe your card in the machine and charge you $130? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can buy two pairs. There's, like, blue, yellow, and, like, a magenta color. So, so if you really want to take pictures of people in the restroom without them knowing... It's only $130. I don't even think you can walk in the restroom with sunglasses, like, without someone yeah, questioning you. Can. Because people might think you're blind. <laughs> but then there's also that little, like, lens around it that circles when you're recording. It's like a white That's lens. That's pretty legit. It's I think it's the, one of the coolest things. Yeah, I like it a lot. Like, the last cool thing that happened with, like, wearable, like, cameras 
was um <laughs> was Google Glass, <laughs> and Google Glass was kind of creepy. So. <laughs> Leon's daughter loves the spectacles. Oh, well, our, our friend Google wanted to talk. Yeah. So, I, I want, tell me what you think of Google Home. Like, you've only, like, I've seen only a few things. I've experienced it right now, because Leon has it. Check this out. I don't know if you guys can hear this or not. Hey, Google. Turn the volume to level eight. Okay, now try it. Hey, Google. Go. What are you doing? I'm listening to stories that make me feel thankful to hear one. Just ask for a human story. Thank you. So. That's crazy. Like, you just say, like, the hey G word, and it'll, like, let you talk to it. So yeah. you can play music. I can turn my lights on and off. Yeah. I can change my thermostat. I can, like, do a bunch of really cool stuff. But there, it is kind of limiting. Like, I can't set reminders, like little things with my email and stuff. I'm sure they'll update like that as I go. <laughs> For sure. It's awesome. Yeah, that's, I think it's the coolest thing. I came in here into Leon's apartment, and he um, he just says, hey, hey, Google, play uh, Keith Urban. And Keith Urban started playing. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I do it on purpose just I can't, because I, I like know, to show I don't know if Keith Urban's, Keith Urban's here or if Google's here. Yeah, he's actually in my little chimney. I go like, hey, Keith, can you can you play me some music? And he goes, one second, one second. And he starts drumming on his guitar. Yeah, but it's pretty cool, though. <laughs> I kind of want one. They're only $100 at Best Buy right now. They're on sale. Yeah, on sale. I bought it for $130, and then on Black Friday, they went to 99 and I was kind of annoyed. Yeah, I was I was like... Really, like, this is a brand new product and they're bringing it down in price already? already? Yeah. Okay. So, what else has happened? Let's see. Anything interesting that you, you've noticed with... I need a Starburst real quick. Hold on. So, yeah. Okay, we're back from our impromptu Starbucks break, or Starburst break. Well, I could eat some Starbucks, though, too. I, I, I don't know why you're eating Starbucks and not just drinking it. Yeah. So, um, I kind of want to talk about the election. Okay. Like, um, it's been what now? Two and a half Four weeks, weeks? Three weeks? Three Four weeks? weeks? I don't know. It's been it's been a minute. Yeah. And like the conversation, like what happened? Like none of the pollsters got it right. Nobody like really like understands what happened. Nobody knows. I want to know what you think. Uh, I think that what happened was exactly what was gonna happen. I mean. The Electoral College pretty much runs the, the election. It doesn't matter who wins the popular vote. If you win the popular states, with the, with the Electoral College has the most votes, then you're going to win. And that's kind of what happened. Trump, Of course Trump's going to win Texas. I think the funniest thing was people thought Texas, like, well, how are you going to vote for, for Trump? It was stupid. Texas has been a Republican state for years. We're not going to ever go blue. We'll not, never go not blue. Any of the, not for the next 20 years. Yeah, we're not going blue ever. Yeah. No, the next 20 years, I, I see like the populations of like Dallas, Houston, Austin, San Antonio overwhelming those rural areas and yeah. becoming a blue state. Yeah. But for the most part, I see it staying like this one red state for a long time. Same yeah. thing with like some of those southern states. Yeah. Like, I think what was underestimated was this like white working class middle America that feels like underrepresented. Yeah. And they're like these media elites kind of like just had this thing Hillary's the best thing for us yeah this is what we want to push forward so yeah now they have to live with Trump because they didn't like follow the narrative all the way through right well I think it was just you know people were just tired of we've been Democrat for eight years they were tired of it and Trump speaking the truth speaking of what 
speaking what I wouldn't say it's the truth. The truth to them, what they wanted to hear was you know someone who's done with this kind of kind of kind of driving racism as well as driving you know um, just everything the class issues and they were like ah oh, this guy's speaking exactly how I actually feel so we're gonna go out and vote like like you yeah. said white America voted because I do walk into like like grocery stores and sometimes I hear people talking and I'm like wow that was really offensive yeah yeah and like how I talk and how like I talk to most of my friends are like pretty like like not to the point where they are but that's they're like the Trump level yeah and I'm like you guys are not joking at all man that's really loud what the heck so <laughs> I, I definitely see that like going on yeah but I also think like this whole thing with Facebook and the fake news kind of spread like a false narrative yeah I don't think it affected people's votes but I think it was kind of like solidifying like what they thought they mm -hmm. like they were sharing what they approved of right so like there was things like Donald Trump won the popular vote and like uh, Hillary Clinton was being arrested or yeah he had an FBI or she had an FBI agent shot because he was investigating her yeah so there was that sort of thing where like I'll my crazy Facebook friends came out and shared these articles like it wasn't swaying anyone's vote by any means no but it was giving these people like something to talk about and like get their supporters right. like-minded supporters yeah. riled up and going to the polls right oh because yeah because I don't think it was a thing of like oh Democratic voters switched to Donald Trump I think it was a Republicans got other Republicans out to vote yeah. by sharing these crazy outlandish stories right. I think they're just tired of it and they, they had the media definitely took a huge this is probably the biggest I've seen the media in in politics ever and I also think it's because of social media how popular it is now with Twitter and everything I mean it was it was definitely running the whole the, the whole election was ran based off social Twitter, media Twitter yeah, yeah. Like, it still is like Donald yeah. Trump isn't going to the like cable news stations and going hey I have this press release I'm about to do a press conference yeah. he went to YouTube and did this is my first hundred days in office Yep. he skips all these other news stations and just goes to Twitter and rants. Yep, go on Twitter and rants. And I think there's like a larger problem because like I believe the media is like a gatekeeper. Yeah. It fact checks, it kind of says what's wrong, what's important. Right. And I think we're in this era where we want to think we know what's important mm -hmm. and we want to like determine what's important to us. We don't want some cable news station telling us that um, Syria is important to us when some people don't even have jobs because of manufacturing clothes. Right. So, like, they w they want all these changes. And then at the same time, like, I think Donald Trump isn't a true, like, anarchist, like, yeah. Republican that he is. Now he's, like, changed his tune on everything. Well, you've, I don't know if you've seen that, you've seen that article or, or you've seen that, there's, I guess, on Oprah years ago in the 90s, he had an interview with Oprah. And he said... She said, would you ever run for president? He said, if I ran for president, I would run a Republican because those guys would believe anything I say. And, like, it's so weird that he said that because, like, once he got in the office, once he won, he started kind of saying different things. Like, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the wall. We don't really know if we're going to build it or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. He started changing his, his, his mind and everything. So it, it's almost like, you know what? I am going to do that to get elected, and I'm going to do it my way. Yeah. He's doing things that are different. Like, people are like, oh, you know what? It might not be that bad. He's, he's a reality show star. Yeah. Like, that's what he's known for. He's a great actor. He took it. He, he, I mean, he, it worked. And, of course, I think America is just done with politicians. So they're like, you know what? We're just going to believe in Trump. We're done with the system. The system is messed up. Let's just vote for Trump. He has no political Yeah, some people experience. thought they could take a risk. He didn't have any military experience, didn't have any um, offices, publicly held offices. Yeah. He just was just a businessman that was 
maybe half decent. Like, yeah. Like maybe not the best one ever, but yeah. he was still a pretty good businessman for what you considered. And <laughs> and for the most part, it was like something that some Americans were like, okay, this is this he's gonna drain the swamp, and now he's not really draining the swamp. Yeah. So it's definitely something that we're gonna have to watch because it could affect like like media like if, if he's never going to the media if he bypasses the New York Times every time mm-hmm. what what does the media's role play now right now because, they'll shift against him yeah like, go too long. yeah like will we just start reading like smaller outlets now that are local again we're just gonna go to like Twitter and for our news yeah, and everything yeah like are we just going to read the tweet and get digest from Twitter moments instead of going to CNN and watching a 30 second clip or going to like Vice or right. smaller sites Vice is cool Vice Land is cool do you have cable? no but I'm just saying Vice Land is like on cable only I thought well when I had cable when I had it I was I was watching it and um, there's a uh, podcast there's a group that the podcast I don't know if you know them Desus and oh the, the two guys that are like doing a late night show on there yeah, yeah they were like yeah. Kill, they were like just all about like they're, they're, talking they're, shit they're fucking insane like, I heard that like I've I never watched seen it one them. night like on YouTube and but they started with a podcast uh huh they're two podcast they're like their stories like the story of everyone else right now they like started doing something small a blog they went to podcast they got bought up by somebody else they started doing like traditional media mm-hmm. and then they're doing this late night show that's totally thriving. But it's like this fucking insane late night show. Like nothing makes sense in there. Yeah, I heard like, just like throwing people under the bus, talking shit about politics. Yeah, and, and then they're society. playing these crazy ass videos, and they're just ranting and raving and like and riffing on like all these like fucking weird things. Like I I don't even know how to describe it because it it's like a mind trip when I watched it. Yeah, I have a friend that uh, sometimes joins me on the podcast. I go to Ramon show Alex Dixon, and he's like, man, these are the guys I look up to right here. And he showed me an article from. I don't know if it was complex or what the article was from, but it was those guys, and I looked at it. I didn't listen to their podcast or anything, but one day I was at the bar, and I looked up on TV, and they were, their show was on TV at the bar. I was like, what the hell? Like, yeah. Guys are, yeah. So it's one of those things, like, I think everyone, everyone's not making money in podcasts. They're not making money in blogging. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. We're taking a quick break. We come back. Choke her out. I'm just kidding. No. So they're they're not making money in these small outlets because they're not getting this critical mass of people and advertisers. Yeah. So they're going to these networks and deciding that it's a better idea to to work with them yeah. than just like have to struggle and try to make ends meet. Right. So like it's just a weird, interesting story because like it, it kind of circles around to the YouTube star Casey Neistat. Mm-hmm. Um, CNN bought his company. And he stopped vlogging. So he was doing a daily vlog, you know. He was, like, one of the biggest vloggers. He was getting, like, 3 million views of video. Right. And all of a sudden, he goes, I'm closing my vlog down. Like, I'm stopping it. Yeah. You've only been doing it two years. Right. Everyone was kind of like, what's going on? Like, why are you doing this? Like, what are you going to do? And then today, they announced that his company, Beam, which is, like, an app. You put it up against your chest. It creates, like, short 10-second clip. Yeah. It was, like, first-person view was being bought by CNN to start a new media company under the CNN brand as, like, a way to attract millennials. So it is something slightly different. Right. And it kind of is, like, the story. Everyone wants to go TV because that's where the money's at. Yeah, and, and, and TV networks are offering things, like, for podcasters and stuff. Yeah. And, and content creators like that, which is pretty cool. Because they already have an audience, and then they're going somewhere big where 
they can hopefully bring the audience with them. I don't know if they're going to say they're selling. And network television is struggling with shows are just getting canceled left and right. So. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. You'll hear us in about five minutes. We're going to talk minutes. about Vine. We're going to talk about Vine next. Ooh, Vine. Vine. Okay. Okay, let it happen. And we're back. Let's talk about that Vine. So, so Vine. Vine is like, it's dead. No, no. Pornhub said they would buy it, right? Oh, Pornhub buy it, Vine out? Yeah, you have little, like, short... Six second porn, which would actually be pretty good for people like me. Just lonely, like, lonely people. Depressed, depressed. Okay. Horny. <laughs> um, no, um, you know I watched this video from um, Daystorm, and it was he was he was big on Vine with King Batch and all those guys, and he was saying you know one reason why Vine Vine died is because they didn't take care of their content creators. They didn't they didn't have the money and stuff, so people started moving towards other. Other, uh, you know, create uh, platforms. They weren't taking care of them. So when TV offered them money and stuff, they were they were leaving. When, they, when YouTube was offering them money, YouTube Red, they were leaving. They weren't staying with Vine. Yeah, like it's the same thing. Like with all these little apps, Musically and all them. Mm-hmm. There's no way to monetize them. So, yeah. what you're not gonna put a 10 second ad in front of a six second video. Yeah. No one's gonna watch it. Right. At least I won't. I, yeah, I, know I, I see won't. an ad and I go, well, screw this. Yeah. But. I think YouTube is a great platform because you can do any length and then you supplement that with like Vine. Mm-hmm. You have this cool creative like outlet. Yeah. But supposedly the there's like the top 10 creators sat down with Twitter which owns Vine mm-hmm. and said, look, we want each $4 million or maybe a million dollars and we'll create like so many videos a month. We'll push everybody to Vine and they go, no. Yeah. Because Vine wasn't making money. Twitter's kind of struggling and... What was the value proposition for them? Yeah. Like, Vine was kind of just like a cool thing to share videos onto Twitter. It was something something to supplement Twitter. Yeah. And it just happened that everyone jumped on Vine because you could create these really crazy things. Yeah. And it's true. That's exactly how, how it was. But like like I said, they said that they couldn't take care of them. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't make any money off it. And I guess when they finally mm-hmm. did say, hey, you know what? We are, well, we'll pay y'all to do this. Like you said... Let's do a certain amount of videos. We'll pay you this much contract. It was too late. Yeah. We already went on to YouTube Red or people actually paying us. We're not going to do Vines anymore. Yeah. Vines aren't getting us paid. So we're not going to do it. And then everyone jumped to Musical.ly kind of, which yeah. was really weird. Yeah. Like the, and then Vine stars starting to have their scandal with like sleeping with their, their fans and they ended up only being 13. And then, oh. yeah, you didn't see, read that one Vine no. star. No. He was like 14, 15. And he was asking these girls for nudes and. And the girl ended up being like twelve, and then whoa, like yeah, there was a bunch of things like whoa, like I think all these—that's the reason why Vine died right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all these kids get in like these like weird complex fandoms and stuff. Yeah, and then they're they don't understand like like these fandoms like mm-hmm. where to do like they're not mature enough to understand it. Right, and I think even like these older YouTubers are kind of like walking the fine line of who are my fans they're not really my friends but I call them my friends and I talk to them every day but yeah. but like how do I treat them differently right well like, I mean and I think the ones that did get the most out of it you know you got like the King Batches and the, the people that really did come off of Vine and blow up and now they have their own TV well, shows DJ Khaled was kind of like a like a social media star and yeah and absolutely. it just happened like 
He made it happen with Snapchat yeah. and shit. So. And now he's a rapper that's doing really well because T-Mobile's paying him all this money to be like in their ads. Well, yeah, and it's like because like I mean, Khaled was like, okay, he was putting out records, no one really wanted to hear him. And I was like, all right, every record sounded the same with DJ Khaled. And then like Snapchat came out, and he was really popular on Snapchat. People said, man, this was so funny, it's stupid, but it kind of helped him build his brand. Mm-hmm. And then he put then he put out like one of his best albums ever, and best singles like ever this 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 past year. And uh, yeah, he did great. And I think all that's because social media. But kind of like Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's all over social media, yeah. Instagram, Snapchat, and like you cannot get away from Kevin Hart. But it's pushing his own brand. Isn't he doing? Is he the one doing the Netflix stuff? No. Or is that uh, Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle's got, and that's another cool thing. Like, dude, like there's a lot of like the future's the future's bright, man, for a lot of a lot of content creators because I mean Netflix is offering sixty million dollars for Dave Chappelle for like each yeah. special he does. It's like one hundred twenty mil he's gonna make. It's ridiculous. I well Netflix. I also I think that's the weird thing about Netflix now. Like Netflix used to have all these great movies. Yeah. But now there's like all this original content, and some yeah. of it's really really great. It's good. Yeah. But majority of it, I don't really care for. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, what happened to all my like really great TV shows and right. movies that were on traditional cable? Yeah. I no longer can watch them. I have to play for HBO Go and Hulu mm-hmm. and and Showtime, Amazon Prime and, and Showtime to get everything. And like. But I guess, but at the same time, you know, I'm pretty sure Netflix had to pay those people. Because they do. They, they, they do. They have to pay them for their so content. they're doing their own original. They're making money off that. Yeah, so they'd rather do it that way. But I'm like, I don't know. There, there's two, like, this is definitely the golden age for, like, video content creation, like, everything. Yeah. But I don't know if it's worth it in the long run. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, it's great to see everyone make money and create all this great content, but then it becomes oversaturated and yeah, the great stuff is great and then anything mediocre yeah. or, like, below average is just garbage like yeah. I don't even bother to watch it it's true but th- I think that's one of the coolest things is like stand up comedians getting their specials on Netflix because no one really watches stand up comedy but like Mike Epps one of my favorite comedians ever and uh, he did Don't Take It Personal he used to do this stuff like HBO Showtime but he's not big enough anymore mm-hmm. like no one's watching not watching for him to put him on Showtime HBO so has a deal with Netflix to stand up yeah well I, I think that was like his greatest outlet because yeah. I don't really watch stand up comedy but when it's on Netflix I'm yeah, like oh I'll, I'll take a go at it yeah. like I remember when Fluffy like came on yeah. there. like my parents loved him and I was kind of like okay let me I guess I'll watch him real quick yeah and now I watch like all of them like Bo Burnham and stuff like has a great what's on Netflix oh stand up I'll watch some stand up real quick yeah I mean yeah. They have, and, and they do have some of the greats on there they have Eddie Murphy's Delirious on there and stuff so they have the classics too, but like that's the coolest thing is now that's how comedians are making their money from Netflix, mm-hmm. and Which, that's probably how the Vine stars start doing their own shows. They'll start doing stuff on Netflix or Hulu or whatever the case yeah. may be. Or they're gonna go to YouTube because I think YouTube's that other place. YouTube like, Red is YouTube Red is, is cool, man. I should, I should still probably get that, but I'm not going to. Ah, you should. But I, I think that's that's the thing. Like, you're gonna go to YouTube Red, traditional cable or Netflix. Those are gonna be like your th- three things. Yeah. Do you want to make it on your own? You go to YouTube. Yeah. Do you want to sell out? You go to uh, traditional cable, like yeah. like CBS. Do you want to like actually like create something and still keep your fandom? Probably Netflix. You yeah. might that be, might be your only wins. Yeah. So it, it is interesting. It's, it's definitely a change of tides now. Like they're not going to network television. People are going to like you said. Like I said earlier, the YouTube Reds and they're going to the Netflix and Hulu's and there's so much you can do now. Well, it goes back to that Casey Neistat. He sold to CNN to create his own media like empire under CNN. Yeah. Like, like he was doing great on just his 
YouTube. Like, he was making lots of money. Yeah. Three, four million views. Like, one of his video got 21 million views in, like, the first week. Yeah. And he was he just stopped. He Stop. was like... Done. Done. <laughs> and, done. like, I'm... And then a few weeks later, a week later, he's like, CNN buys my stuff. I'm going to go do something cool with him. Yeah. Which is cool, but... Yeah. How many of his fans are going to be like, he's a sellout? Right. Like, that. yeah. Like, I've talked to Casey, like, in person. Mm-hmm. South by Southwest, right? Yeah. And, like, he was actually, like, he's just one of these most driven person that if he's okay where he's at, he's not doing enough. He's yeah. like, I'm just stagnating. Like, yeah. I need to take a, new, a step up. I need a new step. What's the next step? And he always says it in his videos, That's too. Good, I'm like, okay. But then I, like, talked to this one guy, Philip DeFranco. He's kind of been doing the same thing for 10 years. Yeah. And he's not stagnating, but at the same time, he's always pushing he's the envelope pro- he's somehow. He's not progressing, but like as far as like, he's not pushing the envelope, but he's like, yeah, he's good. He's, he's doing good what, because he's doing what he, he gets to speak his mind every yeah. day on something that he cares about. Yeah. So he's using his outlet to create like a, a vacuum for his voice yeah. instead of like just having this void of non-progressive and That's and true. like like open-mindedness. So. Right. It is interesting. I don't know if Casey's going to thrive in that because I see all these media companies popping up and I don't know how many of them are actually, like, worth it. Yeah. So, in the long run, Casey might not, like, have made the best choice, personally. Right. But in the short short term, I think CNN will be a great place for him. Yeah. Because he'll be able to create all this great content. Mm -hmm. Maybe later on he goes back to HBO. Yeah, maybe he goes back. Yeah, you won't see it right away probably, but you'll see it. Mm -hmm. Probably in like a year or something. Like, it's one of those things. I don't know. Um, what was the last thing I wanted to talk about? <sighs> well, it's the end of the year, mm-hmm. almost. Gift guides are out. Today's Cyber Monday. Today's Cyber Monday. Yesterday was Cyber Sunday. Yesterday. And then Cyber, Cyber Saturday, Sunday. and then Black Friday. Sexy, Sexy Friday. And then uh, Friday week. Mm-hmm. So like the sales this year, have you noticed? They all extended like two weeks practically. Yeah, they're good. That's there were some good. pretty good deals. Yeah, I was looking at a 4K TV. Yeah, I, I like how they did it this year. Like I've seen, like if you look, if you go to the mall, you'll see like Black Friday deals, and it's like from November 28th or whatever, November 26th all the way till December 1st, something like it's crazy. Yeah, like what I bought was like zoo season passes, um, some like little things like accessories for my my laptop and phone, and really other than that, I was like, I don't need a new TV. Yeah. I want a new TV, 4K TV. Yeah, but I'm like. I don't want to spend like $300 on a new TV. Right. I was like, oh, there's a new PS4, but I want like only spend $150, not like $300, $400 on right. a PS4. Exactly. Uh, video games were really cheap. This like, year? Yeah, they were like 30 bucks on like the stores and stuff, so. I'm not a video game guy, but tell you what, I have a lot of friends that are. I've never really been in a video It's been a while, man. Just can't get into it. I play them like one like match at a time. Like I'm like, okay, I'm gonna play this little game for thirty yeah. minutes. Yeah. Not like most people, they sit down for like four hours and they Play do it. Back in the day, I could do that. Yeah, I feel like right now, if I spend four hours on a video game, I so lost upset. my whole I'd day. I'd be so upset with myself. Yeah. Like my whole day is gone. Like yeah. literally, yeah. I do it once in a while, but I'm like, okay. Yeah. Uh so I think that's it. That's it. I like how we went from Vine and we really created Vine into like we kind of just basically outlaid. Laid out the whole process of what's going to happen well, with content creators. That was pretty cool. Honestly, I think this whole podcast was really about content creation from spectacles yeah. 
all the way down to like traditional media. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Cause like, honestly, the cell phone is like the best way to create content. It is right now. Like, I see a bunch of kids like coming up. They're like 12, 13 years old, and they're like, "And how do I start YouTube?" And people are like, "Just get your phone and start shooting." Like, if you see like some of the big YouTubers, their yeah. first videos, fucking terrible. Yeah. Like, they're the most awkward people ever. Yeah. But now they're like very charismatic, very mm-hmm. comfortable on camera, just okay. It's fun though. Yeah, but I do worry about like the kids that are coming up, like the YouTube family vloggers, and <laughs> and I'm like, what about those kids? Like, what are those kids gonna do when they're fifteen, sixteen? Yeah. And they're looking back at their parents vlogging. Yeah. Like even my daughter right now, like she's rolling on the floor doing who knows what. Um, we put it on Instagram and Twitter. What what is that going to shape her future? Yeah, because like we never had that before. Yeah, prior to us, there wasn't that. It wasn't that. And that's what I think about too. Like, I'm not going to take down my videos, my comedy sketches, and like, thirty years later, my kids going to be like, you know, or is YouTube even going to be around? Like, you know what I mean? What's it going to yeah. be? What is will yeah. it be there? Will it, yeah. this content even be there? Yeah. Or will our content just disappear one yeah. day? Yeah. Is Russia going to invade us? Is Donald Trump going to ruin our country? Is Donald Trump going to have his hairpiece removed? We don't know. Is Hillary Clinton going to send some more emails? Is she ever going to Yeah, is she ever going to get back on our Yahoo account? We don't know. <laughs> so, that's all, all that we have for this week. We'll be back uh, hopefully two weeks. two weeks. Two weeks, hopefully. Maybe Sunny will join us. Sunny scene. We'll do it on a weekend and we'll get it up. Um... If you want to, like, talk to us, I have a Slack. It's, like, in the in the comment section down below. I'll leave the notes to it. Yeah. The show notes, uh, digitalbounce.com for all the information, tech news and stuff. I, I blog there most of the time. Mm-hmm. YoYoRamon.com for, like, entertainment, comedy, uh, social commentary. Ramon's con- all Ramon's content. Yeah, it's all of Ramon's content. It's just Ramon's content. Pretty much. Nobody else's content. Pretty just much. Just Ramon's. It's not even yours. It's not mine. Even yours. It's basically mine. Yes. Just mine. I own it. Check out Yo Yo Ramon Show episode 10. Um, what did you talk about? Talked about Yo Yo Ramon Show pretty much. Just oh, about there was a lot of music. I did like we that played one. played a lot of music. Yeah, it's so, a San Antonio artist. So. Definitely check it out. Um, check us out on Twitter at Digital Bounds. I'm at Leon Hitchens, and Yo Yo Ramon is Yo Yo Ramon number two. That's so Yo Yo Ramon two. That's it. Then we'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye.